this is Insecure Black Girl, the podcast. Wazam, wazam, wazam. Um, I'ma just hop right into it because I feel like I got a lot to say, but no, I just feel like I got a lot to say. <laughs> um, but the episode today, today's episode, I'm sorry, I'm like, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know. I kind of just sat down. And started recording. Um, and even though I have my notes and shit next to me, I'm just like, I don't know. I feel like I got, I feel like I just got put on the spot, even though like I planned for this shit. <laughs> but um, fuck it, fuck it. I said I was gonna hop right in. Let me, I changed my mind. So um, I've been feeling pretty good. I just want to like, you know, you know have a little foreplay before I just fuck y'all with my with my words, you know what I'm saying? But um I've been feeling really really good despite my circumstances. Um and I'll get into that later. I'm not like dying or anything, but I could be sad if I wanted to be, but I'm not. Um I got a fucking bass guitar 3 days ago and I cannot get off of it like it, oh my god I'm so in love like it's just I feel a connection like and not like I don't just feel a connection to the guitar I have I feel a connection to bass guitars like when I was like 10 maybe 11 one Christmas all I wanted was a fucking guitar like that's all I fucking wanted I wanted a guitar and I actually got the guitar <laughs> it was a um it was a red electric guitar. I had the amp. I had everything I needed to start playing. But I didn't have any teachers around. And I didn't have really just anybody to motivate me to, like, keep me playing. And I also didn't really have confidence in myself as a musician. So I didn't think um, I could play by myself. One of the main things that... I've realized is really life-changing is perspective and perspective on things will really change the outcome of of whatever's going on because when I was a little girl and I had got that red electric guitar I naturally felt gravitated to it let me say that nothing there was no reason that I can even think of now for me to want a guitar. I just thought in my soul, my soul wanted the guitar or whatever piece of me wanted the guitar. It wasn't like, oh, I want a guitar so I could be cool. Oh, I want to be a rock. No, like I was just like, I put my mind on the guitar and I was like, I, I need a fucking guitar. But I say all that to say that the only difference, okay, let me slow down. I'm getting excited. <laughs> the only difference between the electric guitar I had at like 12 and the bass guitar I have at 22 is that I came to the instrument with a different perspective. So when I was like 12 and I got a guitar, I was like, damn, I don't know how to play no guitar. Like, <laughs> I don't know shit about nothing. I don't know no notes. I can't read music. I ain't playing by ear. Like, I literally know, I don't know a motherfucking, I don't even know how to hold this bitch. Like, I don't even know how to fucking string this motherfucker. Like, I, I'm, I'm playing and this shit sound booty. You know what I'm saying? So, 
that was how I was approaching it, though, when I got the guitar. Like, damn, I don't know how to play this shit. I can't play this shit. And nobody's teaching me, so it's like, I guess I can't play it. And eventually, I just stopped picking it up. Um, I don't know if they sold it or, like, they threw it away or... I don't know. My dad might still have that fucking guitar. But, um, yeah, like, I was just like, I cannot play this shit. Versus at 22, when I got this guitar, which, let me not make it sound like I just stumbled upon a guitar i had already been saying i wanted a a bass guitar for like the past two or three months probably even longer than that but like something again just like when i was a kid something was just pulling me to the fucking guitar like something has always been pulling me to music period but like i've always felt drawn to guitars and because like nobody ever been like or let me not even say that. I was going to say, because nobody's ever been like, oh, you're a musical genius. <laughs> I never picked it up. But in truthfully, I've never expressed my talents to other people. So I can't put that out. I can't put that judgment on other people. Because first of all, it's not other people's jobs to scout me, bitch. Or to believe in me. But um, yeah, like i just been wanting a bass guitar. So... When I got this one, like, I immediately started playing. Like, I already had an amp. I just needed the cord. I went and got the cord that day. It was actually on my boyfriend's birthday. Shout out to my man, per Big 25. But um, I went and got the cord, and, like, I've been on it since. Like, it feels so natural. It feels right. It feels like I'm supposed to be doing this but I said all that to say that the only it I sound pretty good I'm not even gonna count I'm not like I swear to god I'm not like just dick eating myself right now I sound pretty good to say that I've only held a bass guitar in my hand for like three days I sound pretty fucking good and I'm already on the track to learning my first chord in the in one of my favorite songs it's an Erica Badu song. I ain't even gonna cap like it's an Erica Badu. I'm learning an Erica Badu song, a Osley Osley's brothers song, and the um I'm starting a Prince one, Erotic City for Prince. But this is only day three, and everything is coming so easy to me that it's like weird. And like my boyfriend was like, you know, you you learn pretty fast, and I was like, it don't it. I literally said it doesn't feel like it because I just picked this guitar up three days ago, and I'm expecting to know. I'm ex- I'm expecting myself to learn three to four songs <laughs> on this guitar. Mind you, I have not picked up a guitar. I've never picked up a bass guitar, but I haven't picked up a guitar guitar in at least a decade. So, it's just funny, but, like, when shit, I said all that to say, like, when shit is calling to you, like, answer that shit seriously, because I would have never in a million years thought I could play a guitar. And, again, the only thing that's changed between me being able to play this bass right now and not being able to play that electric guitar at, at 10 is my perspective. When I got that bass, I said, bitch, I'm finna play this motherfucker. Oh, God, I'm finna... Like, it was no doubt. It was no question in my mind. It was no, like, oh, I think I could play. No, I was like, bitch, I'm finna murder... Like, I'm finna... Ooh, you know? <laughs> like, I'm finna go dumb on this bitch. Like, seriously, like... 
But when you feel so strongly called to some shit, bro, go answer that shit. It's it's a reason. And it's been so many things in my life that I've been strongly called to. And because of fear and because of anxiety and because of how I was raised and because of what I thought about myself and my self-esteem, I just allowed so many calls to get ignored when in reality, bitch, I probably could have been on... I probably could have been on the right track years ago. You know what I'm saying? Not to say that I'm late because I don't believe in being late. But it's just like, it's crazy to realize that everything you don't have is because of you. Like, we could blame whoever we want. I could blame my mom. I could blame my dad. I could blame my family. I I I could blame New Orleans, bitch. I could blame Mississippi. I could blame my school district, bitch. I could blame the teachers, bitch. I could blame my grandma. I could blame the whole motherfucking world, but that's not stopping me from... That's that's not a legitimate reason to not do what the fuck you want to do. Like, (laughs) it's not a legitimate reason. Like, I dropped out of college, like, and when I first dropped out of college, like, all I wanted to do was get back into school. Like, that's all I wanted to do was just go back to school. I I I applied to, like, four or five different schools, almost started at one, just because I wanted to go back to just because that's all I knew was school. I was applying to schools and had no major. Bitch, I didn't know what I was going <laughs> I didn't know what the fuck I was going to major in, but I'm applying to schools because I felt like... That's what I was supposed to do whole time. I ain't like school since I was in fucking kindergarten, bitch. I was getting in trouble in first grade. Teacher talking about she talked too much. And, bitch, my work is done. I'm bored. You know what I'm saying? I know y'all didn't heard that before. Oh, well, she just she just talked too much. And then what your parents say? Well, do she do her work? Well, yeah, she does her work. Well, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like, so nigga been not liking school. I been not liking school. But instead of listening to my gut, Instead of listening to my intuition, instead of listening and using my own discernment, I let the world tell me what I was supposed to do, which was, in fact, incorrect. (laughs) And now that's why I'm a 22-year-old dropout playing a fucking bass guitar. You know what I'm saying? Living my fucking life, eating shrooms. And I'm I'm happy with the way my life turned out. I don't have no regrets. Like, I don't want to go back to school fuck school. <laughs> school to me is indoctrination. I know some people might find that offensive, but it is what it is. Like we don't own these systems. We don't own, you know what I'm saying? We don't own these systems. We don't own these schools. We don't own the, uh, the medical industry. We don't own none of this shit. So if you ask me, it's all indoctrination, bitch. They, they telling you they, they version of history. They telling you they version of medicine. They telling you, bitch, y'all be acting like, uh, uh, perks was perks ain't been around for ten thousand BC, bitch. And it's you know what I'm I'm going on a little tangent because it just shit like this ain't never made sense to me as a kid. So y'all will value what a doctor say. A doctor give you a fucking Percocet <laughs> and tell you to take t- take two of these a day, and it's gonna help with whatever the fuck. But then your religion is Christianity. They weren't taking perks in the Bible. I don't know. I just feel like it'd be a lot of conflicting beliefs, like. I don't think Jesus wants you to take that oxycodone. I don't think he wants you to take that. I don't think he wants you to eat pork neither, but whatever. Anyways, anyways, anyways. My main point of this shit was like literally just follow your fucking heart. (coughs) Shit do not have to look right to nobody but you, bro. And sometimes like I don't, I still don't know what I'm doing, but I know. You feel me? Like no, if a motherfucker was to like ask me, um... Hey, what what's your plans? 
I could write something down, but bitch, that don't mean that's what's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? I could say, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. That don't mean that's how the cookie going to crumble, bitch. Like, and who's to say your, your plan might not change? I feel like, I feel like the trap that so many 20-year-olds get in is people trying to force you to figure your life out at fucking 20. My nigga, damn, can I, can I heal some childhood trauma first? Like, seriously, fuck. I'm still dealing with shit from when I was 12. And you talking about what a nigga gonna do at 50? Nigga, I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know. But I feel like so many of us get stuck in the, like, oh, I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna be this and I'm gonna do Bitch, how about you get to know yourself? So many of these adults around here is angry and miserable and bitter because they don't fucking know they self. And they get up every day and they go to work or they go to school or they do this or they do that. They take they take care of their kids and they with this person all motherfucking day and they still don't know who the fuck they are. Wouldn't that blow you too? If you were just walking around minding your business and it's just this bitch on side of you and you don't know who this hoe is, but this hoe just been around all day. That's how they living. Because somebody told them they need to figure out their fucking life at 19. Y'all can kiss my black ass. I'll, bitch, I don't know. Like, I just feel so free doing what the fuck I want to do. Like, I don't have to have a fucking plan. Half the people you know have plans are working on an exit plan for the plan they made in their 20s. If you, if you're working on leaving the plan that you originated in your 20s and like your 40s, Bitch, I'm not finna follow a plan like yours. You know what I'm saying? Cause my plan ain't no ain't no leaving. Ain't no leaving for my plan. My plan is a circle, bitch. It just keep going. On and on and on. It just keep fucking going. Like I don't even know how I started talking about all that. But yeah, that's really just what's been going on with me. I gotta I gotta cut it short because if I keep going, I'ma just not talk about <laughs> the um what I was supposed to talk about this episode. So the title of this episode is Everything is Political. And I really, really like that statement. Like everything is political. Cause let me tell you something. I don't know when this shit happened. It happened a couple weeks, probably like last month, like December. But I was just thinking to myself. And I was like, bro, you do not have to be like so ah about shit. <laughs> and this kind of relate to like what I was talking about a couple episodes back when I was like, you know, I deleted I deleted some episodes or whatever because I feel like they don't they not me no more. And a about a year or two ago. I was really, really, really radicalized. Um, it was just stupid. It was stupid. And the, the subtle messages that they were sending was harmful. And like, it's shit that you wouldn't think twice about because it's so small. But the meaning behind it, you know what I'm saying? Like the, the actual meaning behind what the characters are doing is symbolic. And I think that's what it is. It's the symbolism of the shows and of the TV and of the media. It's not always exactly what's happening in front of you. It's the symbolism of the shit. Like, what is this symbolizing right now? You know what I'm saying? So 
I was just mad. I was just mad at the world. And I I wanted the world to burn. I did. Um, I still partly feel that way in a healthier way, though. Um, I do still want the world to burn. People, I think Earth needs to cleanse herself from a couple of people, not a certain race, not a certain type, just a a, a good amount of, a good amount of y'all motherfuckers need to just, you know what I'm saying? Just vom, vominos, just vanish. But, um, something else that, something else that, um, really I find that, that bothers me now more than back then is that people want to stay ignorant to politics and not in the way in which you think i'ma just go ahead and say this because i want to get it off my chest (laughs) i feel like i'm holding it in so i'ma just say it i don't vote i've never voted for anybody i'm 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 only 22 so i only could have voted for one president but i don't vote in in um in local government i don't vote in you know higher levels of government like presidencies and shit who knows in the future i may vote in local government government depending on if i believe it's actually worth it but as of right now i don't vote um and a lot of people get offended when i say i don't vote oh your ancestors died for you to vote. Your ancestors also died for you to stop eating chitlins, but you still eating chitlins, ain't you? Your ancestors died for you to be educated and instead you getting indoctrinated still. Your ancestors died for spiritual freedom and you was in the church. You are not a Christian. <laughs> Y'all were not Christian, but okay. I just hate when people say, oh, your ancestors died. Our ancestors died for a lot of shit. And a lot of y'all niggas is ignorant and ain't doing nothing with y'all lives. And the only time y'all give a fuck about ancestors dying is when they vote. Is when it's about voting. Bitch, I honor my ancestors every day, bitch. I speak to my ancestors. So don't tell me about ancestors dying, okay? I don't give a fuck about nothing. I don't give a fuck about nothing that you talk about, for real. But I say I don't vote because when I say people want to be ignorant to political things and political affairs, I don't mean in the sense of like voting in um what are those shits called when they be having fucking speeches and debates and shit. I'm not talking about none of that because I don't believe in it. Um, oh, the reason I don't vote. It's because it doesn't do anything. I don't believe in capitalism. So for me to be trying to like change the system from within, it's never going to work. I don't know when the fuck y'all are going to learn. It's it's going on like 500 years of, of, of a capitalist rule over this society and it hasn't worked. Like y'all have been trying to in, enact change in capitalism since capitalism started. Capitalism's design is to not allow change. That's the point. So I don't believe in voting. You are mad, and not y'all specifically, but people. People get mad at me because I say I don't vote, but they want me to vote between Donald Trump and what is that nigga name? I don't even know. (laughs) Biden. You want me to vote between Donald Trump, Hillary Clinton, and Biden. 
girl, fuck all three of them. Like, seriously. And all three of them going to go in there and do the same shit. All three of them going to say they can't do shit because it is. So what the fuck am I wasting my time voting for? Then y'all politicians, y'all presidents are getting donations and money for their campaign from the citizens. Bitch, how stupid does that sound? Y'all are funding their campaigns capitalism so i don't believe in voting because i don't think it fucking works that's just my personal opinion i don't really it's no deeper than that i <laughs> i just don't believe it works but yeah i, I feel like when i say people want to be ignorant to politics they think i'm talking about that sense of politics when in actuality i'm talking about the conversations we have with each other on a day-to-day basis so when I say everything is political, everything is political. So again, let me go back. Let me backtrack. So I was just walking one day and I realized like a few months ago, I, I realized like everything I do is political. Like me, I just started, I, I've had dreads for about a year now um, and I don't get retwists often. I might get a retwist every four or five months. I'm aiming for six months this year. But I don't really retwist my hair often. And even when I do retwist it, like, it doesn't last. So my hair is usually grown out. And I'll wear it natural because I don't care. I actually was doing, like, a little social experiment with my hair. So um, I wear my hair out, you know coily, nappy, whatever you want to call it. I wear it like that. I don't care. That's how it come out my head. That's how I'm wearing it. But um, even just that, wearing my hair, having dreads is political. Because I can walk into certain rooms in this country and automatically be turned away because of my hair. Or automatically be told I need to do something with it because of my hair. And that's that I'm talking about just dreads period not not neat dreads not retwisted dreads I'm talking about just dreads period but you put the you put you you put the fact that they are nappy on top of that that's political that's a political statement a lot of times when I will wear my natural hair out with like some sweats and like a sweatshirt people would assume I was homeless that is kind of leading into the social experiment shit I was talking about. So people like, like not even just like regular people, homeless people would think I was homeless. I was walking one day in my park <laughs> with some sweats on in a sweatshirt and my natural hair out. And I was picking some elderberries because it's some elderberry bushes um, by the park that I be at. Um, and like I had, I had a little congestion or whatever. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna make some elderberry tea. So I'm just picking the elderberries, minding my business. I didn't have no intention on picking them because I didn't have nothing to hold them with. I just was walking and I was like, oh, they got some. Cause a lot of times, oh, five, five, five per a lot of times, um, the bushes be empty because people just like take all the fucking elderberries, but they actually had some on the tree. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna just pick some and I'm gonna just like, I'm gonna just uh, hold them in my shirt. Like, you know, you, you stick your shirt out, you put something in there, you just hold it. So I was just holding it in my shirt and this homeless man came up to me. He was like, oh, do you want a taco? And I was like, no, I'm good. He was like, you sure you want a taco? I'm like, no, no, you, you know, keep your taco. It was his taco. Like he, it was his tacos. 
I was like, no, nah, no, nah, keep your taco. He was like, well, look, they're giving out free tacos over there. Go get you some before they leave. They're not all the free tacos to home. I was like, okay, thank you. And I turned around. And I was like, this nigga think I'm homeless. And a lot of people do. That was just one instant. But it's like, I can just tell they think I'm homeless because of the way they look at me until I speak. So once I speak and they see that I'm like, I don't know, not drugged out or like I'm, I'm clearly like sane, I guess they'd be like, oh. But a lot of people just off of me wearing my natural hair out in baggy clothes think I'm homeless. That is That says something. <laughs> Whether you believe it or not, that says a fucking lot. It really does. It says a lot. So j- just wearing my hair out, that's a political statement. Choosing not to eat meat, that's a political statement. Um, I threw my microwave away. I'm not using microwaves no more. <laughs> that's a political statement. <laughs> what else um um buying secondhand things and i don't believe in designer i probably will never purchase anything designer if you see something designer on me please know that it was given to me and you probably won't see too much of it on me because i don't want it i really don't um but something like that choosing not to indulge in luxury items that's a political statement shopping exclusively secondhand that's a political statement i don't really buy too much shit like brand new (laughs) it sounds sad but it's not i have some really unique dope cool ass shit because i get things secondhand i have a a beautiful ass nixon camera that i own i paid like three hundred dollars for and it retails for like thirteen hundred i have a amazing secondhand bass guitar that i'm absolutely in love with a lot of the furniture in my house is secondhand 80% 80% of my closet is secondhand, and I have some dope-ass pieces, bitch. Y'all is not fucking with me, <laughs> like, for real. But even just shopping exclusively at thrift stores, that is a political statement. The way I live, the way I'm going to raise my kids, the way I'm going to treat my family moving forward, all of these things are political statements. And I don't have to be screaming, fuck capitalism, <laughs> from the top of my roof to invoke change. You know what I'm saying? I can create change by leadership. I can create change by people seeing what I do, seeing how I move in this lifetime and wanting to be like me. Not in the sense that I think I'm the world's greatest person, but just in the sense of though, we're all inspiration to somebody. And it's such a beautiful thing to know that you inspire somebody, you invoke change in somebody. You are you know the the conducting i guess is where i'm looking for you're the spark to someone's plug that's a beautiful thing like i don't think um well let me not get on here and lie because i i do think i'm cool i think i'm cool as fuck to be honest but (laughs) what i'm saying is everybody invokes inspiration in one way or the next i've been inspired by people who don't have a lot Because it's not about the things you have. It's not even about the things you do. Of course, like artists and musicians, of course, the things they do inspire us. us, But it's more so the soul behind the work. The work is just, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The work is just a segue. The work is a middleman to what they're trying to invoke in you. So you hear this amazing ass song, 
The song itself means nothing. It was the energy that they used to make that song. That's what you're feeling. They took that energy and they put it in a physical form for you to experience. Whether it's music, whether it's art, whether it's movies, to whatever. Which is why I'm telling y'all, y'all are getting brainwashed <laughs> by, these, by this fucking show. Because the energy behind the shit on the media and the news is not good energy. It's not something you will, you should be looking at, seriously. But we all can inspire people through just being ourselves. And that's really beautiful. And, and with that, I realized I don't have to be a fucking rebel. <laughs> like, and I am, I am. I don't want it to sound like I'm abandoning being anti-capitalism because I'm not. I still am. I still hate the way this country operates. I still hate the way we do business. I still hate the way we treat family. I still hate how I was raised. I oh, let me let me slow down. Well, <laughs> but how we were how we were raised as a society, not just me personally, but I hate how we were raised to behave, to believe, to act like it's crazy. But realizing that I can still invoke invoke positive change in my lifetime and in my community without being a freedom fighter <laughs> was probably one of the most greatest things I learned. Um, but let me go back to people wanting to be ignorant about political affairs. So like a lot of times we have conversations with people, right? And don't forget what I said. Everything is political, right? So if everything is political on the macro and the micro level, conversations with your spouse are political. Um, your job, what you do, and your role in the company is political. Basically, what I'm saying is politics is a macro level of how we live our lives. So politics is a macro system of beliefs. It's just a big ball of beliefs, but they all funnel down and trickle down into how we really live our lives. So, okay, um, corporal punishment. That's what they call whooping your child's ass. That's the white way to say whooping your child's ass. Corporal punishment. That is a belief that many Americans have, black, white, Hispanic, whatever the fuck. Many parents believe that it is okay, and some would even say God willing. Some would even say required from their whatever the fuck, religion, whatever, to whoop your child's ass. Now, that is a political statement. <laughs> that is a political belief. And because the majority of our population believes it's okay, nine times out of ten, you could beat the fuck out your kid. Ain't nobody going to say nothing. You have to damn near kill a child. For CPS to come. Seriously. Like, like literally, you have to, like, bruise them. Like, the only time they care is when you just see all the bruising. If you get your ass whooped and it ain't really no marks, you're good. You're golden. But that is a political belief. It is. It is. We call it political belief, moral belief, whatever the fuck you want to call it. But it's political. Um, The whole argument with the braids, box braids, not with braids, not being, 
birthday hair or club hair. I seen a bitch, and it's like, damn, when are y'all gonna stop being so ignorant? But I seen a bitch be like, when your friend, this is on TikTok, and this is why we have to get off of this shit, because <laughs> it just be stupid shit after stupid shit after stupid shit. But Shadi was like, when your friend invites you to the club, knowing you just got box braids, and the caption was something like, yeah, I'm not going, or the song was like, I'm, I'm not going, or something like that. That's a political statement. And what irritates me is that people want to be ignorant to their ignorance. I hate that. Because she was getting upset. The girl who made that post was getting upset because people was trying to show her how what she said was anti-black. How what she said was offensive. How what she said is not a okay way to live life. <laughs> to me. We're all, we can all have different opinions. But I just need people to understand the significance behind the shit they say. People say so many things and don't understand how it is shifting the narrative and how we all move globally as a society. It's not just about, oh, well, I think it's not a birthday hairstyle, so it doesn't matter. No, what you're saying is, Wearing your hair in braids or wearing your hair in natural ways is not cute. That's what you're saying. So, so let's even let's break it down even further. So now what you're saying is wearing your hair in braids or wearing your hair in a natural way is not socially acceptable and or ugly. Because why can't you go to the club in braids? Why can't you have a birthday in braids? I just spent many years, <laughs> many birthdays in braids. Um, last year for my birthday, I took like what forty dollars. I went to the beauty supply store and I made me a bomb ass afro wig, and it was so cute. And I got so many compliments on it. But a lot of people will look at that and be like, "That's not birthday hair. What the fuck is birthday hair?" So, I don't like when people make statements. Or I just don't like when people want to sit in their ignorance. People will get mad at you for pointing out how what they said was prejudiced or how what they said was classist or elitist or colorist and be like, but I didn't mean it like that. You did. So that so it doesn't matter. No, bitch. What you said was colorist. It don't matter how you meant it. What you said. <laughs> I started thinking of that, um, of that um, meme. I said what I said. Well, what you said was some bullshit. Y'all know that? Housewives? <laughs> I couldn't think of the name. <laughs> I couldn't think of the name. But again, another show that's bullshit. You shouldn't be watching. I probably won't watch The Housewives again. It's very ignorant. Very, very ignorant. ignorant. Terrible portrayal of black women. Um, but anyways. And I'm not saying people can't enjoy life. Because I feel like when I have, when I talk about shit like this. It's just like, well, oh, what can we do? You could educate yourself, first of all, bitch. You could, you know what I'm saying? Like, all y'all want to do is, like, listen to, to, to crazy-ass music and eat seafood balls. Like, damn, is there no more substance to you? Is there, do, does your mind stop at everything else? Like, are you just not capable of critiquing an opinion or or a thought like I'm not saying we can't have fun I'm not saying you shouldn't listen to music I'm not saying you shouldn't watch shows I'm not saying you shouldn't watch tv read books 
what I'm saying is let's have a more conscious awareness to what we are receiving. Let's be more conscious to the information we're taking in. Let's be more conscious to how we're treating our kids in in the world that we're setting up for them to live in. You know, I really like my sister, my, my younger sister's generation because they don't give a fuck. And, you know, my sister, like, she don't care. And it used to piss me off. It did. It it really did. It used to piss me off. But at 22, I genuinely admire how much she don't give a fuck. If she don't want to say nothing, she's not going to say nothing. And she's not going to let you gaslight her into saying something or make her feel bad. Because she knows she's just not going to say shit like that. It, it just is what it is. She don't got nothing to say. You know what I'm saying? Or if they do have something to say, they're going to say it. Like, it's no holding back. And I really admire that from their generation because... For so many decades, we've just been taught to just behave. You know what I'm saying? Behave. Don't don't ask questions. Don't ask adults nothing. You just sit there and you just be a fucking child. Like, that's no way to raise a fucking human, bitch. Fuck a child. That's no way to raise a human being. That's no way to raise a soul. That's no way to be. That's no way to live. And then we wonder why we fucked up as adults. You you didn't get to have a conscious a, a conscious opinion. And voice it till you were 25. And you wonder why <laughs> you can't fucking seem to get right. Because you're fucked up. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm 20. I'm trying to get over shit that happened to me when I was 10. But I got motherfuckers all around me telling me I need to do this. I need to do that. I need to do this. I need to do that. You need to back the fuck up. <laughs> and let me breathe. That's the fuck you need to do. You need to, like, I don't need to dedicate myself to a career at 20. Fuck you. I don't. I don't need to. I don't. I really don't. For somebody without a career, not in school, I'm doing pretty good for myself. And I'm not saying my life is perfect. I don't have slip-ups. I'm not broke sometimes. I'm not down bad. We all do. Those moments don't define us, though. Like, am I less of a person because I don't have no money right now? Am, am, Am I less of a person because I got braids in my hair? Oh, I'm sorry. Am I less of a person because I'm wearing my natural hair? Am I less of a person because I don't have a salary paid job? Am I less of a person because I'm living with my boyfriend and not married? Am I less of a person because I have tattoos and piercings? Like, you see how stupid the shit sound when you really just think about it? Like, am I less of a human because I'm not in school? (laughs) What? Like, this is the world we live in, though, where it's like... Your self-respect as a human being is dictated by not who you are, not who your soul is, not who you, how you act as a person, but the things that we can physically show other people. I don't give a fuck if I never have another real job again. I don't want one. (laughs) I don't want one. I just got fired from my second job in two months for nothing. And back to what I was saying earlier, maybe that's a sign that I should listen to. Maybe that's something I should follow instead of ignoring it and keep getting position after position after position of bullshit. And some people will say, well, oh, that's why you need a career so you could blah, 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 blah. I don't want to do the things y'all want me to do. 
I don't want to be a doctor. I don't want to be a lawyer. I don't want to work in any part of the medical industry. I don't want to work in insurance. I don't want to work in real estate. I don't want to work in retail. I don't want to work in food. I don't want to work in none of the options that get laid out for me as a fucking American. I don't want to do it. <laughs> I don't. I really, really don't. And I'm not saying I don't want to work because that's a bold-faced lie. I want to do things I'm passionate about. We don't have any passion. Like, we get up and do do mindless shit all day and then sit down at the end of the day and wonder why we feel like we're not human. Bitch, because you have been mentally checked out for 20 years. Like, you have not been here. <laughs> you've been on, woo, like, you've been on a whole nother planet right now. You, because cause, cause this life, this what we're expected to do is bullshit. Like, it's crazy. It's crazy. Like, it really is crazy. But let me move on. So... When I first tapped into a different level of consciousness, I was really angry. And I just wanted to, like, kill everybody, burn down the Capitol, and just, you know, move on with my life. Like, start a new world. And again, I still do feel that way. But I have been researching. And look, 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 do not come for me when I say the word researching because I be seeing y'all, y'all love to play people like, oh, what research? Google, Google, Google. Bitch, what you think your doctor's doing? Yeah, yeah. Like, like, what do you mean Google, bitch? I could pull up a peer review study too. Like, <laughs> like, like, what do you mean? What are you saying right now? Like, what research do you think scientists are doing? You think they just like pulling information out their asses? No, they're looking at previous work, bitch. Anybody could do that. Anybody could look up history. Y'all act like the average person cannot do research. Bitch, you don't do research. You Google something and you press on the first thing you see and that's you, bitch. Stop trying to act like that's everybody in the world. Side note, with the whole vaccine shit, when I was like, yeah, like... You know, I'm just, I, I've been doing research. I'm not doing, what research are you doing? What what more can you know than a doctor? Bitch, I don't give a fuck what a doctor know. Not what. Not what. They telling y'all the vaccine ain't got no symptoms, but it's a bucket load of women and men who have been sterile, who cannot have children because they had the vaccine. It's people who was paralyzed from the vaccine, from the waist down, can't walk. But they telling y'all it ain't no side effects though. It ain't, it ain't, it ain't no, it, it ain't no side effects. Right. Do your own research. Anyways. So I was researching, um, different social justice movements and just kind of looking at the ways they failed. I don't want to say failed, but okay. I'll say the way they ended. Uh, a lot of them did not end good, but, um, specifically I was looking into the black Panther party and kind of just like the ways in which the government was successfully able to infiltrate that whole um organization and i realized that violence is the answer but it also isn't um and because the to me well this is what i took from it i feel as though because the black panther party was so militant in the way that they showed their guns in the way that they um in the way that they basically show their violence on like they like they kind of came out there with their hands open like yes we got this glock yeah we'll but you know what i'm saying yeah we'll shoot it whatever you know like they was very upfront with it it was no secrets and i understand the approach i really do because 
the Black Panther Party was started to protect black people from police brutality. So the reason they had all those guns and shit was because when people would get pulled over, when people would be getting attacked by the police, they would just circle around the police officer and, and, and watch the incident. And if something was to happen, they had they, you know what I'm saying? So they could be ready. But so I understand why they went about it the way they did. What I'm saying is I feel like the way they went about it left a huge door open for America, the government, to uh, paint the Black Panthers as a uh, terrorist group and paint them in a negative light. And I see that a lot with leaders like Malcolm X. Um, and just, you know, people, people, people in black American history who are a little more, you know, radical, a little more about fighting, <laughs> a little more about fucking capitalism, a little more about burning shit down, they tend to get taken out quicker than the peaceful people. Now, do I think peace is the answer? Yes and no. But I think it's ways to go about it. I don't think, like I said earlier, I don't think I have to be screaming from the roof Fuck capitalism, burn this bitch down to invoke change for my people. Um, because everything is political. So, you know, and back to the hair thing. Back to the hair thing, because the hair thing, it really irks me. Because like, like the girl said, well, just because I said it wasn't birthday hair doesn't mean you have to be offended. But it's like, bro. We all were little black girls one day. Like, we, we were. We all were little black girls. We all heard shit about our hair all our life. We all have, you know, most of us have a negative perception of black hair in its natural state. So let's not act like the whole, you just said it because you said it shit. No, bitch, you didn't. You said it because that's how you feel about your hair. But, um, and I think I talked about this on the podcast before, but I'm, I'm going to talk about it again. I'm going to keep it short. But... It was during Hurricane Ida, either last, no, nah, that was last year, Hurricane Ida. My lights was out. It was hot. It was like the dead of fucking summer, bitch. It was so hot. And I had just taken my braids out. I had just came from St. Thomas. I, I had braids. I took them out and the, the hurricane hit, bitch. It was no water. It was nothing. It was hot. I was sitting outside and I was like, look. I can't, I can't keep walking around with my hair in this bonnet, bitch, it's hot, I gotta do something to it, so I literally, like, was sitting outside on my patio, and I was just cornrowing my hair, just putting some cornrows in it, because, bitch, it was, it was hot, it was hot as hell, so I just cornrowed my hair, you know what I'm saying, what to do, and my neighbor's mom, I think, was outside, too, and she was sitting at the patio with me, so, you know, I'm just braiding my hair, mind my business. She was like, uh, I got, I got hair just like that. I can't, I can't stand my shit. Mind you, she did have hair like me, but her shit was clearly damaged, clearly breaking. Another thing too, why do y'all think y'all could just talk about y'all hair like it ain't shit and it's going to grow? Like, she like, yeah, my, mine just don't grow. Mine just don't grow. Oh, well, I can't relate because my shit is thick and it grows. You know what I'm saying? But she was like, yeah, I, can't, I just can't stand it. Like, she was like, you going to do something to it? I was like, no. I'm doing something to it. Bitch, I'm braiding it. That ain't enough. Fuck, what you want from me? So, she, it was it was a really short, like, transaction. It wasn't like, you know, we was talking forever. But, 
you know, she said that, and then I just kept braiding my hair with juju. And, like, I was in, like, the last braid. A little girl came running by us. And I think it was, like, her granddaughter or something. But the little girl had cornrows in her hair. The little girl, now the, now the grandma, I think she had, like, a perm or something. Her shit was, like, kind of straight. But the little girl had was natural, and she had cornrows, and she had little beads um, on the end of her hair. And she looked at me, and she was like, your hair look like my hair. I like your hair. And I was like, I like your hair, too. Your hair is so pretty. And that, that moment just, it never left me, because here is this old motherfucker who hate their hair, you know, they didn't already grew up with their years of hating their own hair, so it is what it is, you know, it's kind of like, it's over for them, but it's like, you saying all this negative shit about our hair, not just your hair, our hair as black women, and it's a little black girl right here, who, who, who can hear this shit, you know what I'm saying, who can hear the, the negativity you spewing on her hair already, but then you got me, like a ray of light, like a, a ray of light telling her, showing her, not even telling her, but showing her that she could, she can wear her hair like this at her big age. And it's okay. She could, you know what I'm saying? She could, yeah, you could move like that. You could, you could, you could rock. Yeah, you could do that. You could rock your hair like this at, at, at my age, at my big 20 something year old age. You could do that. Your hair is beautiful. Yeah. My hair look like yours. Cause we the same, you know what I'm saying? So it's stuff like that. Like, I don't have to be, oh, fuck capitalism, fuck the da, the fuck Biden, fuck the da, 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 you know what I'm saying? I don't have to walk around with that burden on my chest because just me existing in the in moving in the ways I move is going to invoke change in somebody. I'm not here to change the whole world. That's not what I'm here to do. I'm here to show the people who are already kind of on, on the same tip, you know what I'm saying? Maybe gather a few others. I ain't trying to, I'm not trying to be the voice, you know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to champion for everybody because everybody ain't going to rock with you. That just is what it is. But for the people who are aware, that's who I'm talking to. Anybody listening to my podcast, sorry, but ain't no, ain't no dense motherfucker going to be listening to me talk because I ain't talking about nothing funny. Seriously, I might make a few jokes and shit, but I'm really like, (laughs) This podcast is not like, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. To me, I feel like it's, I don't want to say serious. I just feel like it's not everybody's cup of tea because I, another reason I started this podcast was because I would try to have conversations like this with the people around me and they didn't want to hear the shit. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Motherfuckers was calling me Dejanay X. And Malcolm X and all these other fucking political leaders' names. And I wasn't even talking about shit for real. At that point, I was just saying, like, fuck capitalism. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't even just digging into it like like how I do now. I was just, I wasn't even dissecting this shit. I was just bringing it up. And people, they didn't want to hear it. So I feel like if you listen to my podcast, you you got some sense. You know what I'm saying? A little bit. Fuck. And again, I'm only 20 fucking two. Like, yeah, I be talking my shit, but I'm only 22. Like... And that's what I'm saying. Motherfuckers be looking at me like, what are you talking about? Damn, bitch, like, you don't get it? What you what you, you need me to write it out for you? Like, I don't know what the fuck to say. This, the government is bad. <laughs> <laughs> the 
the medical industry is lying to you. Like, what do you want me to say? Like, I don't know. But, yeah, like, I just realized I don't have to be so raw about shit. It's been pretty peaceful since. Um. <laughs> but with all that being said, I do understand. Well, this is an understanding I'm still grasping. I'm not going to say I understand because I'm I'm understanding, but I, I don't fully understand yet. But I am understanding that love is the root of everything. And racism or not. It's going to be hard for me to say. (laughs) Racism or not. We are one people. (laughs) Good God. Yeah, bro. We are one people. it, It is one race. It is one race. But I will say everybody ain't human. I'm not saying white people not human. I'm not saying black people ain't human. I'm not saying, hey, I'm saying from all groups, some people ain't human beings. Now, take that how you will. That's just what that's just what I'm starting to see. But as far as the ones that's human, we we one race, man. We one race. I know we one race. I understand we one race. I understand the racism is just separation, you know, divide and conquer. That's all it is, divide and conquer. Divide and conquer. They don't want us to come together. Black, white, Asian, Indian. They don't want us to come together. And that's okay. Because it's inevitable. You know what I'm saying? Right now, we just living in the domination. But they won't have dominion over the Americas forever. You know? The Americas was a free continent. Free continent before. Couple, couple couple thousand years ago and it'll be free again a couple thousand years later you know what i'm saying we don't even know how many times society has really really fell and rose again we really have no fucking clue <laughs> like we don't know we we talk as if shit has lasted forever but my nigga american american history go back to like the 1300s that's not shit is that even a thousand years i don't think so 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Oh, no, it's not a thousand years. That's 800. Yeah. So like, you know what I'm saying? Shit, shit is going to end. Everybody's going to fall. We're all going to come back. We're going to try this shit again. You know what I'm saying? And it's going to be, this, it's going to be this long ass cycle until people just do right. But I do understand that love is, is, is the vibration behind everything, but they're all, they will always be evil. You know what I'm saying? There will always be evil. I don't. I don't really know about that one. That I'm kind of just that's kind of where I'm at. <laughs> I'm kind of trying to see like how the evil, because I know there's a balance to everything, but it's like damn the balance is it supposed to be bad? Is it? I don't know. Is the balance supposed to be a? Is the balance supposed to be racist? Like, <laughs> is the balance supposed to be a piece of shit? I don't know. Like I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, I know love is the root of everything, bro. And and also, I love is the root of chaos and destruction. Like, in death, we always like those three things I just named: chaos, destruction, and death. Does does those are all three things that most of us look at pretty negatively? But love is in all of that. Love is in chaos. Love is in destruction. You know, through. Chaos is destruction, and through destruction is rebirth. It's a cycle. 
A cipher keep moving like a rolling stone. Oh no, you know, you know. It's a cycle. But yeah, bro, I'm going to wrap this shit up because I don't even know what else to say. Um, Everything is political. You know, focus on being a better you. I'll say that. Over these past couple of years, I've stopped spending so much of my time being angry and started spending a lot more of my time being mindful and being present, being grateful. And it's definitely shifted the quality of life I have. Like I said earlier, it's things I could be sad about, unhappy with, but it's not going to change it. <laughs> it's not going to help a nigga out. You know what I'm saying? So you might as well laugh, nigga. You might as well get high. Seriously, seriously, seriously. So just be a better person, bro. Be better than yesterday. Do something different. Be happy. Choose love. <laughs> this shit be sounding so corny, but I swear, like, it's the corny shit be real. Like, <laughs> the most played out corny shit be the realest. Like, that live, laugh, love shit, bro, that's real as hell. Live, laugh, love, nigga. Like, fuck the rest. Live, laugh, love, my nigga. Like, you don't even got to think too hard about this shit. We... We came down here with a story. We came down here with a mission. We came down here with a purpose. Before you, before, you know what I'm saying, you went to elementary school and they said you had a fat ass nose. (laughs) Before you went to high school and got a train ran on you. Before you fucking fucked your best friend, nigga. Like before all the other shit that happened to you in your life. You already had a, a goal. You already had a destination. You already had a purpose. And ignoring the media, ignoring the bullshit and distractions they put in our lives, like money and racism and fucking, fucking the stupid ass music they be playing. <laughs> I'm sorry, side note. Have y'all heard that Glorilla and Moneybag song? If you like that song, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. I seen somebody tweet something about that song, and they was like, the CIA all over this. <laughs> and I've been fucking thinking about that shit since. They said the CIA is all over this. <laughs> Seriously, though, like, that shit is wild, bro. That shit is wild. We all being manipulated, and it's up to you to stop being manipulated form opinions for yourself so much of my so much of me my mental my life how i lived my views my beliefs was literally other people's shit i had no connection to that shit which is why it was so easy for me to drop that shit and move on (laughs) bro when i when i when i was like i don't think christianity is right it was so easy for me to be like yeah fuck that shit Because I ne- it never felt I was never connected to Christianity. Like I was never, I was never just like oh Jesus and Lord. Da, da, da. I was never like that. So when I was like, I don't even think this shit is like real. It was very easy for me to just drop it and move on. And you, the more you do it, the more you'll find that like half of the shit you believe in is not how you really feel about things. Like. 
and you could just drop it and move on and pick a new belief up. And and if it no longer suits you, drop it and move on and pick it. Like, that's it. Just like I said, bro, this shit, it's a circle. This shit keep going on and on and on and on and on. Y'all was not hearing Erica. This shit don't stop. <laughs> we don't never stop growing, bro. We never stop changing. This shit is eternal. You're going to do this shit till you die. <laughs> and then you're going to be reborn. And you're going to come do it again. Because your hard-headed ass ain't learned the lesson you were supposed to learn 200 millenniums ago. So now you back in a suit and tie on Wall Street. <laughs> still, ain't, still ain't shit. So you got to die and come and do it all over again. And now you a black bitch on Section 8 with 10 kids. And you still ain't learn your lessons. So now you gotta come all the way over back and do it again. Now you in Asia. <laughs> but seriously though, bro. Just vibe for real. Like just vibe. Get to know yourself, bro. Fall in love with yourself. Take like date yourself. Know yourself. Seriously. Fuck everybody else. I don't get impressed by shit no more. I really don't. People don't impress me. Well, let me not say that. People impress me. But the masses, nah. Not really. Um, just just vibe. Know yourself. Know yourself. Know thyself. Wholeheartedly. Know thyself. And on that note, I'm out this motherfucker. <laughs>